Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, is, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. Proverbs thirteen twenty two: A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children, but the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. Luke Andrews, Dave Cruz, welcome back to I Work For Him. Thank you, Jim. Great well, to be here. Yeah, likewise. Nice studio. Yes, very nice. It's, Even... it's an upgrade to the digs. Yes, very nice. I like that. You guys got a view? And, we and do. At about 3.30, nice you'll be able to watch the construction workers walk by as they leave the job It's the glare off your head. I swear. Oh, do no. I need to pull the shade? Is no, the it's nice. Day? It's not raining. Yes. No, it's not for today. Oh, yet. yet. Right. You just said that now it'll probably rain before yeah, the end yeah, of the show. Yeah, right, right. It's messing up Dave's golf game. Yeah. Oh, I didn't play today. Yeah. What's the deal with that? He's picking up strokes every I thought minute. it was going to rain. <laughs> <laughs> so I've known Dave Cruz for a little over a decade. Uh, and, Whoa. Well, yeah, you were you were young. I think your hair was still black when I met you the last time. <laughs> oh, not good. I think you still had some. <laughs> I did have hair when we first. No, yeah, no, I don't think no, so. I don't think so. All right, but Luke and Dave and I all go to the same church, First Baptist Church of Indian Rocks, and uh, they uh, have been friends of mine for a very long time. And they established earlier this year a relationship with Bel Air Wealth Management, moved their clientele over there, and moved Martha and I over there as well with them. And these guys do such a great job for clients because as 
as Christ followers, they bring an eternal perspective to helping you invest in your future and for your children's children. That would be your grandchildren, for those of you that are driving and can't think at the same time. So, listen, before we get started, Luke and Dave, Dave and Luke, I, I, I'm just trying to do that because Dave hates it when I say Luke and Dave. He really, he always it, feels it, it, Yeah, that's just not right. It sounds better, though. It, it just does. It's just not right. <laughs> it's okay. All right, so talk to me about how Christ is making an impact in your life today. Dave, we'll let you go first. Well, mostly, uh, you heard the phrase, no worries, or the old uh, song, um, Don't worry, Don't be worry, happy. be happy. Don't worry, I live that life. No worries, man. I mean, how good is life when you're not worried about everything? You're Be, be not anxious for anything. Yeah, seek first the kingdom of God. If you live that life, life is great. Uh, there's no reason we have to be anxious about day-to-day things. It's, 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 it's a different lifestyle. It is. And Dave drives a car that's electric and got a motor. Yes, and so sir. He, he sneaks up. He does have a wily side to him. Yes, he's wily. he's laid back. He's like wily, wily coyote. coyote. Oh, yeah, just like that. Because <laughs> you sneak up on people with that car. It doesn't make any noise. Uh, but uh, And Dave on the racquetball court. Now, Dave and I played racquetball for a number of years. Until, Except uh, lately. Well, that's because I hurt my oh, arm. Good excuse. Playing it's, it's over. Bowling. <laughs> I th- over. It may be. Oh, no, it may be. Are you kidding? Playing, I played ping pong this weekend with Joshua. My arm bothered me. It was terrible. I know. It's terrible. I think maybe I just have to have it lopped off or something. I don't know what yeah. I'm going to do when I get old. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. Well, you're, you're, you're already almost as old as Methuselah. Oh. oh. It's interesting. <laughs> For those of fun. you who don't know, Methuselah lived 769 years. 969. Oh. Okay, thank you, Jim. He was just checking you. He knew <laughs> that. That's good. I was checking you. All right. So, Dave, I appreciate that. Don't worry. And then, really, that Christ talked a lot about that, how we shouldn't be spending our time being worried because he's got, he's got this taken care of. So, Luke, how's Christ making a difference in your life? Well, yeah, I'll piggyback to that. Um, at the end of the day, if you are truly, if you truly love God and you truly believe that He has your best interest at heart, always He does. God is love. Then, what do you really have to worry about? You you could be having a bad day. You could be having a bad moment. You know, I try to share with people. You know, for example, I was watching a TV show and it, it was an ESPN special, and they had this kid. He lost his mom. And his dad at a very young age. And, you know, I just tell Riley, my daughter, I say, you know what? Hey, man, you know, take advantage of every opportunity you have with your mom or me or anyone, because at the end of the day, um, this this guy lost his mom and his dad at a very young age. And he said he walks into the kitchen in the morning sometimes and almost envisions his mom being there and just wishes he had that time. Listen, if God, if if you believe, you truly believe today that God has your best interest at mind, there's nothing There's nothing to worry about. That doesn't mean everything's going to be rosy and perfect. And you, everyone's heard that before, but there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. And that's that's what we're able to do. Is that, that's how we're making an impact, not only in our lives, how Christ is making an impact, but really how, how we how that relays into in the wealth side of the business. Yeah, it's yeah. it's and you guys make it a lot of fun. All right, when we come back, I want the the listening audience to hear how and I want to hear it how you actually came to Christ the, the when you first met Christ, how when He impacted your life when you became a Christ follower. That's why we have one of our show sponsors, Bel Air Wealth Management. We've got Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke, but Randy's on vacation, uh, so we're uh, we're just talking. I want you guys to get to know my show sponsors because these guys are very special. They have kept us on the air. 
Luke's been with us since the very first day. Now, Dave was supporting me vicariously through beating me up on the racquetball court and always being supportive behind the scenes. But Luke has been a sponsor since the beginning of I Work For Him, almost two and a half years ago. And Bel Air Wealth Management, these guys are they're, they're Christ-following wealth advisors. It's why I talk about it every day. They bring an eternal perspective to your plan, to your future. And how do you ever... Work with somebody who doesn't understand your perspective on eternity. That's why you got to talk to these guys. So I've got Luke and Dave in the studio today. All right, so gentlemen, Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke, we, I, I told our listeners, and I want to hear this story too. You've always talked about how Christ is making a huge impact in your life. And Dave, your kids are grown and gone out of the household. But Luke, you've got... Uh, I don't want Dana, Giovanni, Dana, Riley. Giovanni, and I, I needed I, to get a shout-out in there. I got a oh, text message. She said, everyone's listening. You better shout it out. So there you go. Love you guys. Uh, how, how many years have you been married to Dana now? It'll be 15 in September. Just a kid. Yeah. Just a kid. I know. <laughs> it's just like a rookie. That's good. <laughs> Well, it's, so I wanted to tell the audience how you came to know Christ. I mean, how did you become a Christ follower, Luke? Yeah, I'll uh, try to. It's not a long story, but I'll, I'll keep it short. I'm, I'm good at that. I'm good at keeping long you know, stories short. We're okay, we got time. I want people to hear your heart so they know so, why they should do business with you. Right. I mean, so growing up, my you know my mom, uh, my mom and dad, my they were both believers, and uh, we used to always kind of tag along within the church and. Never really established my own relationship with Christ, but I always went and I always kind of just followed along. And then, uh, you know, after through high school and and, and then after high school, I kind of did my own thing. I felt like I knew everything. Um, And then, you know, I just uh, was moved back into home and my mom would always, hey, just need to go to church. Just need to go to church. And I wasn't a morning person. I wasn't going to do a morning service. You're still Um, not really much of a morning person, are you? I am much better now. Okay. Right. Much better now. Okay, so anyway. It gets up by 10, love <laughs> All right, so so I started going to the Sunday night service at First Baptist Church of Many Rocks, and that was when Pastor Keith Scott used to do Sunday nights. And if you remember Keith, uh, great preacher, great man, loved the guy. I still, if I see him today, he knows who I am. Um, but anyhow, so I started just going and, and just secretly sitting up in the top balcony and just kind of listening. So I was an honest skeptic is what Pastor Jeff calls him. You know, I was, I was there, I was searching, I was, you know, wanted to hear more. You know, I, my mom was always encouraged me as a kid when we'd go visit my grandmother, uh, she would always pray with us every single night. So that's a warning. As any of my kids' friends, if you're listening, when you come to my house and if you never hear the word of God, you're always going to get a prayer. So uh, just be prepared and enjoy that because it, it, set, it set kind of that foundation in my life at a young point to where at, at my, my older years, um, that was already planted within my heart. Um, so my grandmother planted the seed. My mom kind of watered it. And then I had to faithfully take that next step as an honest skeptic and go, let me see what this is all about. So, I, again, back to Sundays, um, there were mo- many times throughout where the Holy Spirit, I know, was saying, all right, this is your day. This is your day. I want, I want you to take that next step and ask Jesus into your heart. You know, it's not. And I always would, now it's, I, I don't feel like doing it today. I don't feel like going forward. I don't feel like raising my hand. It's not, I'm not ready. And then one, one night on a Sunday night, Pastor Keith Scott was preaching. It was an all, it was an all men's night. You know, he used to do those every now and then. And uh, the Holy Spirit just said, it's done. It's You get up. And I went up, went forward, professed my faith in Christ, and, uh, you know, that's it. So. And what, what good news do you have coming up for this next beach baptism? Oh, that's a good point, yeah, right? Giovanni. Yes, we're just, uh, my son just turned seven uh, back in June. And, uh, you know, I we pray and we read the Bible pretty much every night. We're doing some sort of thing, getting in the Word. And, um, you know, he's, he's curiously asked some questions here and there, and then I always just really wanted the Holy Spirit to kind of lead him. And uh, a few weeks ago, we were done praying at night. He, uh, he sat up out of his bed, huge smile on his face. I, I'll always remember that. It was like, I'm not saying glowing, but it was just a nice smile. 
And he said, you know what, Dad, I want to ask Jesus into my heart. That was like, it was unbelievable. It was the greatest moment. <laughs> Absolutely. I posted cool. it on Facebook. So uh, see who he is. He's, he's doing beach baptism, not this Sunday, next Sunday, with the church out at, uh, at Clearwater Beach, uh, Sand Key. So, yeah, thanks yeah, for bringing that up. Praise the Lord. Hey, That's man, cool. That is so Amen. cool. It that, is. Is, that, nice. is, that is the number one mission for every parent yes, is to right? lead their kids to Christ. And grandkids. That's right. Well, for some of us. That's right. <laughs> when my grandkids come down, uh, for the listening audience that just tuning in or, or just getting to know Martha and I, we've got an adopted daughter who is not much younger than us. And so we've got grandkids that are 10 and 12. And when they come down in August, we're going to be doing a baptism. Nice. You, you didn't really have to explain that 10 or 12. It's always the you know, age. That, I know. That, that, that wouldn't have, he, that wouldn't some, have mattered. Some we, self-confidence we, we here. No, I just want, don't want people to think. <laughs> I'm not ancient like you. I, mean, I just want to make sure people know that. Why? What's no. wrong with being ancient? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I, 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 no, there's nothing wrong with being 49. Absolutely not. <laughs> That's what I say. That's right. <laughs> Except for you. Anyway, <laughs> never okay. mind. Never, never mind. mind. That's right. All right. Okay. So, Dave, how did how did you come to be a Christ follower? Mine is not an exciting story, but there's a message in there. I I was born and raised in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and for those who don't know Grand Rapids, Michigan, or are not familiar, there's a church just about on every corner in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It's called the Little Jerusalem of the U.S. Mm. So so I started off, my parents, of course, went to church. They were believers, so I didn't have a chance, but I had to go to church. In fact, many times, kicking and screaming, I went to church. And uh, yeah, <laughs> back in the day with the denomination I had, man, it was, it, was strictly, uh, it was strictly a chore to sit through a sermon and a 20-minute prayer. And, uh, but, but I did it for, a, well, I did it forever because that's what I had to do. And there is a message to that, you so know. So you had a drug problem when you were a kid. <laughs> there was, you yeah, there was drug here. I didn't have church every Sunday. I didn't have any. No, no, that didn't have any. The drug problem was your parents drug you to church every Sunday. You don't have to come clean on the air with that. That's right. This is drug you to church. But but um, and and I went to a Christian school. Went to a Christian college, Calvin College in Grand Rapids. So so I didn't have a chance, but. As as many people in their late teens, early twenties, I was not walking real close with the Lord at, at in college. And then uh, after college, I got married to my beautiful, gorgeous, still gorgeous wife, Pamela. How many years has it been? Forty-five. That 45 would be years. that would be Luke plus thirty. Yeah, where, where's like <laughs> the, where's the ding, 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 ding? Where's yeah. like the the sound effects for applause? Or do we have any crickets? Crickets. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, we had our first baby, Tamara, a uh, great girl and everything. And then we had our our second baby, which it's kind of emotional for me to talk about, but we lost him after two days. He he was born premature, and the Lord decided to take him home instead of leaving him with us. But, mm-hmm. but you know, Lord works in mysterious ways, and, and sometimes we don't know why. Um, but, but I did become closer to the Lord through that. And I'm sure my wife did also. And we still miss Nicholas mm-hmm. and uh, he's in heaven waiting for yeah, us. Man, and it, no it's going to be so great someday yeah. going, rejoining with Nicholas. I, yeah. I don't know if he's going to be two days old or 30 yeah. years old right. or how that works, but You'll it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Right. It's going to yeah. be exciting. Yeah. It will but, be exciting. But, but, but we've been, uh, Pam and I, we raised our three daughters in the same way. They went to church, whether they always enjoyed it or not. 
And, you know, so many parents now, I believe, you know, well, we got to give our kids a choice. We don't have to give them a choice. No, no. Haul them to church. That's where they belong. <laughs> I like that. Haul them to church. <laughs> Haul drag them by the ear. That's right. But now you can get pictures of it. Does your mom have any pictures of you kicking and screaming on the way yeah. to church? Well, she's got stories. Mm-hmm. I remember when I Did was you about... Wait, you should record wait, wait, some of wait, those. Wait, wait. Yeah, there's one. There was When I was about 13, and, and uh, I decided church was way too long. It went twice on Sunday, morning and night. And I said, man, I can't sit there until 8.30, started at 7. She said, well, if it's not done by 8, you can leave. Well, in the small church, there's like 250 people there, and we're toward the front. 8 o'clock came, and I'm out of there. My, my, my mom's half chasing me. What? Where are you going? Yeah, it's 8. <laughs> did you get a whooping that night? I did not, because she told me. She gave me permission. She's, That's a good point. She, she was a little embarrassed, but but no, it was all She didn't good. realize how literal you were? <laughs> She she did now. She did. <laughs> oh, that's and today we're talking with Luke and Dave and Dave and Luke and well Randy's on vacation from Bel Air Wealth Management. Found online at belairwealthmanagement.com. <laughs> Finally, I'm yeah, sitting was, here waiting all show long. That's you right. You can find them online. At, find them online at belairwealthmanagement.com. That's much better. We haven't we haven't perfected that the the switch for that yet. Um, but before we get back to Luke and Dave, they've just been sharing their testimonies. So if you just tuned in and you wanted to hear how they came to know Christ. Um, and Dave's story was a lot longer, so you have to leave yourself a lot more time. But just go back, go back and listen to the archive. The archive will give you a great feel for why just, I keep telling. It just felt longer. <laughs> I like the drugged part. He was drugged. He, got, he had a drug problem when he was a kid. Oh. He got drugged at church. That's right. Yeah. All right. So it's time for our book highlight segment brought to you by Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Our book today is Your Money Counts by Howard Dayton. Now, this is not a brand new book, but this is a book that takes the biblical principles of finance and makes them practical so you can know how the Bible, how our Heavenly Father designed finances to be a blessing in your life and not to be a curse for you to be able to handle money in a Christ-like fashion as opposed to a self-centered fashion. Many people are experiencing such financial challenges as their credit card debt, downsizing dead-end jobs, inadequate or depleted savings. With these challenges come others as well. Recent studies confirm that more than half of all divorces are the result of financial pressures at home. And spiritually, many people are struggling to maintain a biblical perspective amidst a constant tug of materialism. Say that biblical again. Biblical. Oh, cool. That's right. You like that biblical <laughs> perspective amidst the constant tug of materialism. But there's hope. The Bible has a lot to say about money. In fact, there's 2,350 verses in the Bible about money and possessions. Really? And yes, there is. And in Your Money Counts, Howard Dayton takes those verses and puts them into a story so you can understand exactly how to handle your money according to biblical principles. So we've got a copy of the book to give away. Compliments of Kara's Christian Books and Gifts and Luke and Dave. Dave, call right now to the studio line and set 877-943-9673, 877-943-9673. Well, the phone's already rang, but remember, you need to read the book. Don't wait so, for the movie. So. Don't wait for the movie. Read the book. Don't wait for the movie. That is not, that is, uh, that was bad <laughs> it's a good thing you're on radio because that was no video there karaoke no lip sync gone bad that and that song when i came that out white heart vine actually you know what vine is vine no okay good yeah that would have been a good vine oh is that like the video the vine videos no that's vine v-i-m-e 
I have no idea what you're talking videos. about. Videos, yeah. Yeah, videos. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we're on the same like page. Like tails? That would have been. It's kind of like veggie tails. <laughs> no, those are vegetables that sing. <laughs> I am not under- a vegetable never yet. Never understood that. I, what? You what a what a gigantic franchise Veggie Tales has been. It is, but I don't understand it. Hey, what's really cool is right now media has come out. You know, they're out there, and you can actually sign up for your business people. Like, if you're an employer and you want to have a whole bunch of your employees access to great Christian leadership stuff, great Christian uh, workplace ministry stuff, but as well as have basically it's a Christian Netflix right now. Media is, and you get access to every Christian. Um, really entertainment kind of video that's out there wow. the good stuff yeah, and i'm sure I didn't there's know that yeah, yeah no right now media, right yeah, and yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, out there right. i don't okay. know if you ever every veggie tales yeah. is out there but all yeah. the even better stuff and there's and there's some great christian movies out there there's also some that are well they're not that great so great <laughs> they're not so great martha always brings them home for us to preview before she puts them on the shelves i see on amazon on Amazon videos We're now not that, allowed to say that word on here. I'm only one of, because it, it's a competitor for Karis Christian Books and Gifts. Well, the bottom line on that thing okay. is buy your books from Karis and buy your stock through Amazon. Buy your stock? <laughs> yes. Buy Amazon stock. This is that, good. This is a, They're about ready to hire 2,000 people only. here on Amazon. Amazon, and, and they Tampa? have a job for it? Yeah. The, you know, I've... Just off the track here for one second. Past performance <laughs> is not a guarantee of future yeah, results. Yeah, but, Absolutely. But, Thank but you. Besides that, I ordered, uh, my wife ordered a puzzle for our grandkid on Saturday last week. It was on our doorstep Sunday morning. Isn't that ridiculous? It's crazy. Didn't you hear the drone come in when I dropped it off? <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs> That's right. That's <laughs> crazy. How was that? Is that pretty good? That was yeah, pretty was good. Pretty Do it good. again for that the audience. That wasn't Joe. Now, that sounded like a choo-choo train. That's well, I, I didn't have any background. That was a lot. That was, yeah, you guys were helping <laughs> to stork the sound. choo-choo train puzzle. All right, so we're talking today with Luke and Dave, and Dave and Luke, and Randy's on vacation with Bel Air Wealth Management. These guys can be found online at belairwealthmanagement.com. All right, these guys, uh, we're, we're, I want you to get to know the show sponsors, and these guys have been the show sponsors for uh, since the beginning of I Work For Him. I want you just to hear from their hearts. And so just to, let, let's dig a little bit deeper. How did you guys come to be wealth advisors, Dave? Because you were a business guy before you decided to be a wealth well, advisor. Well, originally getting out of school, I started with somebody right out of school selling some investments. And uh, soon after that, six months after that, I talked to a banker and I got into the banking business for like 30 years. And then the bank I worked for got bought out. So there was a sidetrack there. But anyway, I ended up back into the wealth management because I was investing for myself and then few people asked me, hey, would you do that for me? And and then it just went from there to RaymondJamesFinancialServices.com. And, uh, <laughs> Let's not and, give anybody and, else any free plugs, okay? Well, .com. They're, they're a good company, but they're not as, you know, they're, they're no not Bel Air Wealth Management. No, they're not. .com. But anyway, that's how I got back into it. It's such a great business. I get to help people. I get to talk to people. Get to golf with clients. It's a, it's just a, and that's work. Business. The golf part's that, work. That's, you know what? That's I, hard. I, I asked Dave on the way over here. I was like, you know, have you ever, you know, what's your time frame <laughs> retiring? He's like, and I, I understand. I, I get it. I, I haven't been doing this near as long as him, but he, he loves what he does. And if you see him every day, he's got, oh, I don't know if he does this to look smart or if it's true, but he's got <laughs> Wall Street journals everywhere. He's got magazines, TV on. He's got everything going. But he, this guy loves what he does. And, he's and then very, Luke comes and wakes me up. And he's, <laughs> yeah, and he's very good at it. So I'm actually in a great place uh, learning from Randy and Dave. Uh, I really do feel blessed, and uh, it was definitely a good fit for us. So um, 
But anyway, do you want to hear about my transition? Yeah, I want to hear okay. how you guys, because, because when I met you, As he you were doing real estate. When yes. well, Oh, you weren't done? You were done already. When, I thought you were just getting long-winded, so I wanted to bring it back in. When when I met you, Luke, you were uh, working as a mortgage consultant and a real estate agent. You had your hands in an insurance agency, and then you rounded it off. You say, Jim, I really want to end up as a wealth advisor. That's what I really yeah. want to do, yeah. because it's the complete, that, that's like the epitome of it all. I'd have all of the pieces, and I could handle so many things for a client. That, that's exactly right. I, uh, you know, I, I worked for a bank for a very short period of time. It was, uh, you know, I've always, I've, I've never been a big uh, corporate where they're, they're enforcing, not, not even telling you what to do, but enforcing what they want you to do. And that kind of brings us into the wealth side of what we do. I know one of the things that we're probably going to talk about is, um, you know, kind of what makes us different at Bel Air Wealth Management. but going, the, They've figured some of that out already. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah that's true. But, um, you know, what I learned at the bank, I mean, I, I, I pick up and I get good experiences everywhere I go. One of the things that I learned, because I'm always, the glass is half, uh, is always half full, always. I, it's never half empty. So I looked at this bank experience, nine and a half months. I, I, I did okay. I actually did very, very well. They were very sad to see me go. But I learned that if you have an, a client account with only one account, the likelihood of them leaving you is is 25%. The, long, the more accounts or relationships you establish with that client, they could become a lifelong client. And if anybody knows me, that's, that's always my goal. I, I had some – how many financial advisors or wealth advisors in our case can – this morning I had a client meeting talking about uh, retirement for, for someone who owns a couple businesses in the morning and then in the afternoon – head out and also take some clients that are looking for uh, an investment somewhere to invest their money in real estate. There's not many of them. So I'm, I'm able to, to juggle and balance those two things, and that's what I bring. But that, that was kind of my, my thought when I, I got all these licenses. I have five licenses. I tell people, use me for one or use me for all five. Just use me. How many um, years of continuing – how many hours of continuing education do you have to do every year? 60 every year. Well, I figured you'd have to have more. I figured 100 for that many licenses. No, okay, well, one of these days, he's going to get his driver's license. Too. Yeah. <laughs> he's been driving around without a driver's license for years. Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so I've transitioned. I, I look at it as, again, if you use me for one, that's great, or all five, that's great. I want to have a customer for life, period. That's, that's my goal. Nice. It was nice. I thought maybe you were going to add some other color to that. Or as you're training in Luke, nice. as you're training in Luke, does he have a chance? Oh, he's got a great chance. He's in the right place at the right time. He's got a great attitude he's and a great a mentor quick, quick, too. He's a quick learner. Yeah. He, uh, he he enjoys learning and yeah. uh, he gets right into it. I I, I just I kind of have fun watching Luke. And Luke, <laughs> Luke is teaching us a lot of stuff too. There's yeah. a well, yet like how to use email, Dave. <laughs> email what's that yeah i know how many email addresses do you have that you don't check on a daily basis so many, many of them i can't uh, even think how many do i check <laughs> <laughs> none of them i'm pretty sure you don't check but, your phone you don't check your text messages you don't check your emails how do people get a hold have, of you i have text when 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 it goes to belairwealthmanagement.com yeah. and i don't answer she says hey dave you got an email <laughs> you never looked at all right all right we gotta Thank take you, a break Christy. they've been sponsors of the show luke's been a sponsor of the show since the very beginning when he teamed up with Luke, with Randy and with Dave, they joined the show being sponsors, and it is a lot of fun. We try to just help our listeners, help all of us, just understand a biblical perspective to wealth advising. And uh, these guys just make it fun. And that's why you guys should do business with them. If you don't have a wealth advisor, financial advisor that you love and that has an eternal perspective... These are the guys you need to talk to. Find them online at BelairWealthManagement.com. All right, so what is That's the good. difference, Dave, 
and Luke between that's good. Dave's very impressed with himself. All right. So <laughs> what's the difference between a financial advisor and a wealth advisor? Don't both of you talk. <laughs> yeah, to the I they have no idea. I don't know. You maybe maybe you were phrasing it financial planner, planner and right. a wealth advisor. There is a difference there. Advisor. Oh, yeah, oh, wealth and you're correcting the host of the show. Well, yeah. yes, you got to My, sometimes. Yes. So there's yes. what? No, what you're saying is that there's nothing different between a financial advisor and a wealth advisor. Those I, are interchangeable. Can be. Much, yeah, so why much. don't you guys just call yourself financial advisors? We we do sometimes. Well, but, but Randy I, was very well, specific. Sometimes it says hi, Luke. Well, I say hi, financial advisor. <laughs> <laughs> well, here at the end of the day, financial is is when you Whoa. think of financial, and the reason Randy has has it has it separated like that is that financial, you just think of finances. Wealth, you think of not just your finances, but everything involved with someone's estate. You know, so you're you're dealing. It, it, it's dead. It's it's everything. So we're not necessarily just worried about what your finances are doing. We want to know about your life. We want to know, you know, what what it's doing, what your legacy you want to leave. You know, so there's that's kind of the difference. Is the wealth kind of. I think it encapsulates a little bit more. Ooh, big word, encapsulates. Okay. All right, no, so, I can't spell it. But, but you're not financial planners. You're, you're pretty specific that you're not financial planners. You're wealth advisors. Now Dave's I got do this. Not. He's furrowed <laughs> his brow. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm looking at that. I'm, what, I, what I do, what I like to do is, is manage people's portfolio. They bring in some money, and, and they're not sure where to invest it. I like to help them invest their money profitably. And avoid risk uh, where 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 it can be mitigated. I mitigate like mi- is probably mitigate. better. Well, avoid uh, avoid excessive risk. Yes, uh, there's always going to be some. Or mitigate it as opposed to financial planning and some people financial planning getting into budgeting their money and uh, you know if somebody's got a ten million dollar estate, I'm I'm going to call in an attorney or have some people who know more about the law than what I do, and that part I consider the financial planning. As opposed to wealth management, managing their 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 money for them. So you guys are really in the full time ministry of helping people with their finances. I mean, every day you go to work and you're ministering to people, helping them really figure out what to do with what God has given them. And to some, God has entrusted people with a little, and to some, much, and a lot of people in between. What is it? What are some of the things you help people with every day, Luke? Uh, well, when, usually when we meet with someone, you know, the, our first meeting is an interview of each other. Uh, we don't, we don't, there's no commitments on either side, uh, and unless you demand a commitment from us, because uh, that happens sometimes. Some people are just ready to, to you know, it's like low hanging fruit. If you've, you've heard when you share the gospel with somebody, you, you you're not talking someone into it. It's really a low hanging piece of fruit that they're ready. They were just waiting to hear the message. And sometimes we get clients like that that are just ready to make the decision right there. Um, but what we like to do is in our first is we're interviewing you just like you're interviewing us. Okay, we want to get to know you. Um, you know, I, I've been doing business in everything that I've been doing long enough. There might be some clients that just aren't a good fit for me personally. Um, but so that's that's the first thing. We're always looking at, okay, what are you doing today for life insurance? How are How is your estate protected? How is your family? How is your spouse? How are your children? You know, what legacy do you want to leave? What, what, what kind of balanced life do you want to have? Where do you see yourself in five to ten years? So those are that's the first part of our process, and one of those is life insurance. I know we don't talk about life insurance much here, but, but Dave and I are both licensed 215, so life insurance – should be a part of your plan, should be a part of your uh, your wealth, is having your that, – and that really – hopefully it's one of those things, insurance, right? You, 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 you don't want it when you need it, and you don't when you, you – know, you don't necessarily like paying for it, but you definitely love paying for it when you need it. 
Um, so that's Absolutely. so that, that's one of the first things that we'll always sit down with you and make sure that you're properly insured to cover your estate, to cover your family, your spouse, in case something were to happen to either one of you. Uh, and then we're also talking about emergency funds. You know, when you emergency fund, if you're on fit, you want to have three to six months of fixed expenses in savings really before you start investing, you know, because otherwise you're just going to play the cat and mouse game where you're always going into that emergency fund before you can really start getting invested. Um, you know, and then it's saving versus buying. You know, there, there are always going to be some things that you're going to need to to leverage debt. And, you know, you think of cars and you think of houses. A lot of people are thinking student loans these days. Um, so there are always uh, times where you're going to leverage debt to to to, to help um, have the ends of your means, which is your ultimate goal is, uh, you know, to have life and live it fully. Let me interject something here, because Please I think one, one of the most important things we, I see this year, especially, is people are afraid to invest their money. And it's it's a very dangerous thing. It brings us back to when Jesus told the parable of the of the men with the talents. And the guy with that was just given two talents buried his money because he was afraid what the taskmaster, he was a hard taskmaster and would, would have accountability. Right now. It, it was only one talent, that guy. One got five, yeah. one got two, one got one. Okay, Jim. I'm just making sure <laughs> we're staying biblically okay, solid okay, here. Okay, all right. I remembered the story. I thought that was, it was pretty good. It was a good story. It's a great story. <laughs> oh, okay. it's but you're right. The guy that got the one, he, just bar- talked, he, he buried, he buried his, his head in the ground. And right. and right now, people are afraid to invest their money. They want to bury it in their mattress or put it in the bank and get nothing for their money. And it's it's really odd because... At times when the market does best, that's the feeling on the street. People are afraid of the market crashing and stuff. So one of the things we're doing right now is is finding places that mitigate the risk and give people the confidence to put their money to work because um, it's so easy to be afraid and and just say, okay, I'm not going to do anything with it and let inflate. Inflation's going to eat it up, people. Inflation will eat up your money. Give it 10 years and it'll be worth half of what it is today. So you think we're going to have inflation again? Because they've been mo- they've been keeping inflation in check well, for years with yeah, just right. fake interest rates. Yeah, right. But there's also a fake inflation number because uh, you go to the grocery store and see if we don't have some inflation. Yeah, gas yeah. prices cut in half and the grocery prices yeah, still right, keep going right, up. Right, right. Yeah. Look at your, your meat. I can't even believe it. Sometimes the, the cost of meat's gone up. It's like, <laughs> the cost of meat has doubled in the last yeah. five years. Incredible. See, there you go. There's meat. So you should have invested in cows. Well, do you guys do uh, commodity stuff? We, we can invest in commodity-related ETFs, and uh, past performance is no guarantee of future. That's, but, that's but right. past performance is not a guarantee of future results. But, but yeah, we can contact. we can we can invest in almost any type of commodity stocks, bonds, anything like that. Well, I, I what in the past we've had some conversations about specific things. So I want to kind of highlight some of those things because. You guys, when you come on the air, we, we, we tackle subjects we always have fun talking about. But one of the fun fun ones we had probably five or six months ago, we, we said, hey, hey, what do you guys want to talk about? And Dave says, I want to talk about women. <laughs> like, Dave, <laughs> what do you mean mostly you want to talk my, about wait, women? Wait, wait, mostly my wife. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> so like, we can't talk about women on the show. He goes, he goes, no, what I mean is we want to talk about women and in investing. Yes. And, and I'm like, why didn't you just say that? <laughs> because it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's messing with us. <laughs> exactly. All right. So, but you, we then had a conversation about all of the concerns having to do with women and investing. Why don't you highlight some of those, Dave? Because that was well, a great conversation. One thing in their career, a lot of times women do make less money in men. 
uh, partially because they, they a lot of them take time off to raise families and stuff. So so when it comes to retirement, they don't have as big a nest egg saved up. That's one of the ways. Look, what's another? Well, that that's probably the top way. That's the top one. Another one uh, is uh, what, yeah, they you have know, less what, Social Security and they have less in their four hundred one k and they've made. I mean, because they made less money. And in the past, when you get. To my age, mm-hmm. women were not as astute and did not learn as much. They were not taught as much. They weren't allowed to go to college. And the finances. Yeah, right. And I'm, 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 a, you know, I'm afraid I'm guilty. My wife probably, you know, she often asks me if something happens to you. And I've got it pretty well laid out, but probably not as well as what I should. I, I admit You're, that. Sure, that's the story I'm, with the plumber. The yeah, plumber's right. pipes are always leaking. I know, I know, you're, right? the, you're a wealth the, advisor. The shoe, and cobbler, the shoe cobbler skin So who's going to take care shoes? of stuff? If you're gone, who's going to help? Uh, my, pay friend, my friend Jim. Okay, I'll be there for her. <laughs> I'll be there for her. Well, Luke will be there, too. Yeah. Well, and Randy. And Randy. From Bel Air Wealth Management. Dot com. Okay. Cool. So, Luke, what was that? What was another a, a point? The, the whole point was sometimes then women also don't get great advice because they they've been kept out of the conversations right. yeah. yes. when the husband may go in and do a lot of the investing. And then the wife comes along. She has no idea what's going on, exactly. not only just in the checkbook or in. But they have no idea what the portfolio even looks like. Exactly. And. Uh, as, as you recall, I think last time we were on the air, maybe two times ago, we made the offer of of a widow. If you know the Bible says we have to take care of our widows and orphans, and if there are widows out there that want some advice, even manage their portfolio, and they have less than six figures, we will do it for free. I will do it for free. Amen. No, no fee. We'll we'll uh, we'll take care of it. So if you're me. out there and you know somebody that really needs to be taken well care of, just. Email me, jim at iWorkRim.com, and I'll connect you up with Dave. Actually, I'll connect you up with Luke because Dave never looks at his emails. <laughs> yeah, that's or a you good can, plan. Or you can look him up online at BelairWealthManagement.com. But Luke, that phone number for you guys is what? It's 727-586-5655, 727-586-5655. Right, we got Luke and Dave from BelairWealthManagement.com on the in the studio today just really i want you to get to know my show sponsors we don't do this every you know every week but once a month they bring them in we talk about a subject but i want you to get to know their hearts because you want to do people with you want to do business with people you know like and trust and these are these are two guys and the randy's one of their partners too he's just on vacation today from the air um they, these guys i know like and trust i want you to do business with them because i know like and trust them I mean, it's hard to find people. I could say categorically, these are two guys you need to be talking to. All right. So we talked a couple of months ago, three months ago, I think about the difference between mutual funds and ETFs. And and I and that was a real enlightening experience for me. I had to do a lot of research on it. Dave's going, we did? <laughs> no, I remember that. <laughs> okay. I just, you know, it's just not... It's not an exciting topic, but it's very it informative. Because of it the was money. informative. It's, it's yeah. very informative, and it's very important in well, today's economy. In one minute or less, the difference Whoa. between ETFs and mutual funds. ETFs trade daily like a stock, for one thing. So, so we can buy or sell during the day rather than getting end of the day prices. That's always cool. How do you spell drang? Drang? Yeah, drang to the day. Drang the day. Trade. Did I say? You said trade drang to the day. <laughs> <laughs> it was during, just a runoff. During, 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 during the day. During, during the day. During, okay, sorry. It's right. Michigan. So it's ETFs Michigan are traded like stuff. <laughs> it's Michigan talk. <laughs> okay. But it's they're also a lot less expensive because yeah. there's the uh, underlying expense usually is 20 to 40 basis points as opposed to mutual funds, which are 1 to 1.5%. So you could buy an ETF and get our advice for free. That's how's awesome. That, how's that? That's very good. Luke, the best kind of client for Bel Air Wealth Management? Uh, really someone who really 
doesn't maybe isn't sure what they should be doing or what they want to be doing or someone that isn't sure that the service that they're currently getting is appropriate. Uh, I, I want to hit on one thing that uh, that we're seeing a lot of. So we've got if you're 59 and a half years old, 59 and a half, and you currently have a 401k that's sitting with your employer that you're really not managing and you don't have an advisor managing that through these ups and downturns that we're going to that we've had the last 8 years and that we're going to have here soon, you know, you can do what's called an in-service distribution and you can roll that into our management and you then you're getting professional management usually for less the cost cuz most of the time you're in a mutual fund table today we've been talking with luke and dave and dave and luke randy's been on vacation uh, from bel-air wealth management found online at belairwealthmanagement.com these guys are christ-following wealth advisors it's they operate your eternal with an eternal perspective and help you plan in your wealth advising all right guys in the last one minute say one reason why dave people should talk to you as their wealth advisor because they will get the most honest truthful Best advice ever regarding their portfolio. How how good is that? Do you let people laugh when they're meeting with you too? Do they laugh? Certainly. Okay. If, if they don't, we have problems. That's <laughs> part of the, you know. I mean, at the end of the day, we, we, wanna, we want people to know that we do have fun, but there is one thing. When we're in the office, we are serious about managing your money. We're serious about your goals. We listen. Uh, Dave's very, very good at listening, probably better than myself. Um, but one of the things people should know about us is, uh, you know, we're customizing your your portfolio there we we rarely have one portfolio that's exactly the same i mean some of them are some of them are are very you know articulated and they just want a certain thing but a lot of them we're customizing dave has a lot of experience doing some of the unique things uh the second side is we're not taking any uh, any rec- uh, recommendations from Wall Street? You know, there there aren't big companies and, and, and investment managers telling us what we need to do. You're listening to the I Work for Him show with your host Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower who owns my own business, but ultimately, I work for him. 